According to the Hong Kong Census and Statistics Department, the number of reported new drug abusers in Hong Kong is rising. Frontline agencies tackling the problem suggest that the extent of Hong Kong's drug problem is higher than the official numbers suggest. Drug use can completely take over the life of the person concerned and cause problems for them and their families and society as a whole. Jimmy Lam went to speak with Lillian Ye, General Secretary of Operation Dawn, an organisation which helps drug users reintegrate into society. He then met with Money Talk Extra listener Roshan, who has just completed a one-year rehab programme provided by the Society for the Aid and Rehabilitation of Drug Abusers. Morning, Lillian. What are the most common ways for people to get into drugs in the first place? I think most of the people get into drugs is through their friends, and this is the most common way. Um, they go to karaoke or to go to the parties at different people's houses, and that's how they first get in, in, in touch with drugs. And once they get addicted to drugs, what changes do you see in their lives usually? Well, uh, when people get into drugs, uh, that doesn't mean the next day they turn into a, a, a devil. Um, this is take, takes a long time because in the beginning they might take drugs once a week and gradually become twice a week and maybe three times a week and gradually they become every day. And in the beginning, maybe the first, uh, in the beginning, um, the first day, they might get uh, into, uh, they might uh, take only um, uh, maybe uh, very little drugs, and that doesn't change their appearance or and their job situation, or if they go to school, it won't affect them uh, so much in the beginning. It's a, a gradually process to uh, for them to turn into a, a full-time drug addicts so it takes a long time but some of them once they get into the habit in the beginning every drug addicts they think uh, they just want to have fun and play with it they know they think they can control uh, the habit but after they get um, to use it daily then they found out they cannot have it without a day or even without a couple hours. And that's how that, that will affect their appearance, affect their jobs, and also affect their financial situation. For example, one half ounce of ketamine right now is selling twelve to $1,500. And some of the drug addicts, they need at least several times of this a day. And now we've got our listener, Roshan. Uh, morning, Roshan. Good morning. Um, how did you uh, get into drugs in the first place? In the first place, uh, I was like curious because of my friend. He always used to ask money from me. And just like I used to tell him, like, why you need so much money and... Uh, one day then he asked me to try some heroin and that's how I got into drugs, yeah. And uh, how did it impact your financial situation? At first I was uh, working good. Uh, I'm earning 
money like i was also saving some and but suddenly after i got addicted to the drugs then everything changed um so how much portion um of your monthly income did you spend on uh buying drugs uh before yeah when i used to work uh, in the bar like i used to earn 16 or 17000 per month including the tips and even that money for whole month is not enough for me at the time because i used to spend all the money in the drugs and i used to borrow with my friends my family and i used to just i used to tell them like i will i'm working and i need some money and maybe next month i'm going to pay you and yeah i used to ask a lot and i used to spend a lot on drugs and uh, lastly uh, what are your priorities financially uh, the firstly drug free life is the most important thing for me uh, because if i'm drug free then financially i'm healthy i'm strong and i'm good so now I'm, now i'm working in sarda so uh, so i have a stable income and i'm helping others as well uh, so the job is like a uh, meaningful to me i'm help, helping some nepalese people uh, who is trying to be a uh, drug free i'm happy for my current job like no matter what uh, i don't have any plan for the future so maybe i'll be open minded in the future You heard there from Lillian Yei of Operation Dawn and also Money Talk Extra listener Roshan talking about the impact drug use has had on his life and his finances. All he longs for now is a stable income with a drug-free life. So for people who have not quit drugs completely, how can they get their life back on track in terms of their personal financial situation? Jimmy spoke to Horace Fung, social worker for the Society for the Aid and Rehabilitation of Drug Abusers. Many people, maybe the drug user, they experience a lot of money problem. They experience a lot of financial difficulties because uh, they would spend as much as they have on drugs usually. Um, of course, to be honest, we cannot provide any subsidies for them to take drugs, but they can join uh, the residential treatment in our Sada Rehabilitation Center because we had four treatment centers uh, for. both male and females uh which is free of charge for the hong kong id holder for if they are if they have the hong kong id they can enjoy our service our residential ter- service free of charge um but if they are not allowed or if they are not convenient to join our residential treatment centers and we will also encourage them to join our outpatient methadone clinic service Uh, because for the Hong Kong people, the Hong Kong ID holder, they can just pay one dollar for methadone every day, or they can be it can be free of charge in if they have if they are on CSSA or on social welfare department assistance. So, uh, so I that's for the people that come to you. But what about for those people um, that you don't know? Will you have some outreaching services? Yeah, that's it. Uh, That's it. Uh, it's not 
it's not easy for them to take initiative to approach us. So uh, we have some outreaching teams, uh, especially in July, we, we had a new outreaching team sponsored by the Bidrocks Fund. Uh, we will go to some uh, hotspots for the Nepalese for the, or for the EM people. They usually gather like Yamate, Jordan, Yunnong, and etc. Uh, our staff, uh, the leader and some peer counselor, they, they are uh, ethnic minorities. They will approach the drug user, the Nepalese drug user or EM drug user uh, to encourage them to make use of our service. Um, we will have some financial management with our case through the individual counseling. Um, on the one hand, if they if they have some job, legal job, maybe because some uh, they are young and for especially for the Nepalese, they are very young and still productive. Uh, we will encourage them to take part of some job like uh, construction, um, security guard, and etc. And we will, after they got the salary, we will encourage them to have some saving, yeah, and at least to prepare for some some uh, certain situation. And on the other hand, uh, I have one uh, some case they they think that they are not confident, they are not so confident to keep money by themselves. But it's good they can uh, share parts of most of their money, they can save most of their money in their family. And they just keep maybe some basic living expenditure for them. Uh, and if they have any problem, they will ask their family to get back some money. It's good because uh, they want to share some burden of the family and maybe also as a signal that uh, I want to contribute my effort to the family. Right. So, uh, Horace, if people want to get in touch um, to your organization for help, um, how can they do so? Yeah, I'm very happy that you want to approach us uh, because we serve Hong Kong society for over 56 years. And uh, you can go to our website. Our website is www.sarda.org.hk sarda.org.hk That's Horace Fong from the Society for the Aid and Rehabilitation of Drug Abusers.